You're on. We are. All right. So I can I can confidently say we are here with the world's most famous bodybuilder, <laughs> Big Nick Walker. Thank you for having me. You you're finally the, showed up. You're you're the fans' choice, the people's choice, the most requested pod guest we got. For sure. Now I'm here. And uh, I just said we had to take you from uh, a little bit of your routine and the chicken breasts and the <laughs> whatever the diet is. The six six meals a day. Six meals a day. Is it six or is it seven meals? We do six. Okay. We so six. You know, before we got on this here, you were talking about your birthday yeah. and you actually got to eat a cheat meal. Yeah, I but the, oh, the greats are born on the same day. Exactly. I know. How, I was just going to share that. How coincidental. Is, is that crazy or what? Yeah. Me, you, who else? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. There's someone else in the Luke industry. Luke Sandow was. It was Luke Sandow's, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I knew someone else in the industry was. Oh, August 3rd. Do you think sometimes people don't remember it's your birthday because it's Jay's in, in the, the industry? Not this past year, but yeah. prior years. I'm like, yo, Jay always takes my fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, what I felt you? like I got a good amount. It was kind of even. I saw every, yours before his. Yeah. I saw I think Matt Jansen did it like yep. 12. Like every, every, I was like, I, I feel good about this. Every year, year it gets more and more. That's what it just blows me away because, you know, social media came about and, you know, it, it gave people the opportunity to see more. And, of course, people see the Facebook. Yeah. You say, hey, today is such and such birthdays, and that's sometimes how we remember, right? And, uh, you know, I was always in prep the same. I, I was, I've, I've been in prep for my birthday, I think, almost every year yeah. since I started competing. But you at least get a little something. Not you know. always. This was the first time, and I didn't even plan on it. Maria went, went behind my back a little bit and messaged Matt. I was like, can I just take him out to dinner? And Matt's like, yeah, of course. I mean, we got like 14 weeks. If I can't get him in shape, then we have bigger problems. You know what's crazy so, yeah. is, is like, he's like, oh, she has to get a, an okay. And <laughs> if he says okay, other people are like, screw it, it's my birthday. I'm just going out to my or whatever <laughs> yeah. I want. So that just shows you discipline. Dedication, that, yeah. Well, because you know, they, they both know how I am. And I'm like, it's, we're good. I don't know. We can go see a movie or something. I'm fine. And yeah. she wanted to do something nice. And Matt was like, yeah, go ahead. So, are you like a super foodie in general? Or? Yes, I or? love food. Okay. Especially, especially sweets. Okay. I love sweets. Because you seem like you're super, 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 like, regimented. I'm very regimented, but, like, if me and her go out to eat, I, 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 pretty, I binge. I go pretty hard, I would say. So, no, all you can eat sushi spots for you? Oh, no, no, I don't do fish. <laughs> no fish. That's a big no-no. It's a New Jersey thing, you know. So. <laughs> See, and I love going to sushi. I know, it's easy, but, um, you know, we talk about a lot, hon. Obviously, you've seen the, the pods, and, you know, we've been kind of had a lot of anticipation to get you on, man. And, you know, we have a relationship, obviously. We've been rooting for you since, you know, the get-go. And, you know, that get-go at the beginning wasn't super easy for you. No. I mean, you no. were you were an underdog, but you followed me, right? I, I mean, did. you always talk about the the inspirational characters in your life, right? Yeah. And I know you bought, you know, you started bodybuilding, you know, rather young and you've made a lot of transition, but like, I think what really drove you, like you looked at my routine or physique, was it, was it the mindset? Like what made you look at someone like me and say, Hey, that's, that's the guy I want to kind of like, you know, follow in the kind of the footsteps. The first video I seen of you, it was, um, it was on YouTube. And it was you wearing like this red cut off, I think Nike shirt or Under Armour. Yeah, Under Armour, yeah. And I was like, that's what I want to look like. Cause you, at the time, I didn't know like the difference between an off season and I thought you looked like yeah. that year round. Yeah. 
So when I saw that you were you were hard, lean, dry, huge, and I'm like, that's that's what I want. And wanted how to old were you at that point? I was 15, 14, 15 maybe. Yeah, I was really young. And you were already into the weight training and magazines. Yeah. And who got yeah. you into it though? My dad used to compete, so I kind of knew a little bit there. Um, my brother was very big on training. He never competed. He just loved to work out. So then I kind of followed up behind, and I decided to take the competing route. And how was your dad's competitive time? Was it, he it was decent? short. He did like one or two shows, and then that was really it. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I mean, running to your parents all the time, I figured your mom would be more on the competitive side because she's yeah. really like into your I know. She wasn't, she wasn't always into it. Uh, you know, when I first started like wanting to diet on my own, and she, like she didn't understand it. You know, she was big on the family dinners, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to have my chicken and rice. And she, she absolutely hated it. The first prep I did, it was a disaster. I was the most miserable person you could ever think of. And she's like, you're never doing this again. <laughs> and I'm like, well, not this year. So then, but as I got better at it, and she saw the potential, she saw me winning, she saw me progressing, the more she started to invest little by little. Mm -hmm. And now she's just at a point where, you know, she thinks she's a judge. <laughs> she knows who's saying what about me. She, she knows the ins and outs of everything. She critiques everybody. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm it's like, funny. I, my mom always was like my big, biggest like, yeah. cheerleader. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember the first time we met you was in 2017. In Philly. At the Philly Fit Expo. Yes. And your mom and dad were with. Yep. So the first time I ever saw you, your parent, you were walking around with your parents yeah. at that expo. Oh, because we went because we knew you were going to be there. And my mom was like, we got to go. We got to go. She's like, I'll stand in line. You can sit down. <laughs> yeah, and she told me. She's like, help my son, help my son. I said, listen, he's got to win contests. Like, yeah. at the time, like, it was it was hard to just say, hey, you know what? We can put you on the top. And, yeah. you know, I always tell everyone the accolades made, meant something, which today it's totally shifted. And It has. You know, you made a crazy transition because, like I said, I think you're one of the most popular professional bodybuilders on the planet at this point, if not the most popular. You know, when you were earning your pro status, like even when we saw you, you already had a pro physique. Yeah. Is there a reason that you think it took you probably longer than you thought it would have? I, because you, like when we saw you, you were, you were, I was with Sean and Jay and you were as big as Sean. I, I don't know why it took me as long, but mm -hmm. I'm also thankful that it did because I felt like, and so in 2019, when I lost at the USA, I got second. Everyone and their mother thought I was going to win that. And so did I. So, you know, when they called me for second, it was like one of my biggest letdowns in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember it was the next day I texted Matt. It was like around noon. I said, we're doing North Americans next year and I'm not losing. And I said, and I literally said to him, I said, we're going 09 J Cutler. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And he said, game on. And then, you know, unfortunately that year was when COVID hit yeah so we didn't even know what was going to happen but we we stayed focused we did the thing mm -hmm. and i'm glad that i won that that specific one because at that time i felt like okay now i'm ready to compete as a pro yeah versus you know if i would have won usa's maybe i wasn't ready yet yeah so even though it took <clears> me <throat> I, i'd say almost 10 years to turn pro when i did you're ready. I, I was ready yeah and there's not a lot of guys that break into the scene now that right out the gate, they're a threat to win major shows right out the gate. Yeah, and I, you know, my the first show I did was six weeks later, Chicago Pro. Yeah, um, and I got fourth. I lost to at the time it was Akeem, Justin, and Max Charles. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember getting off that stage, you know, we celebrated and had fun, you know, it was like our fourth from our pro debut, six weeks later. I just told Matt, I said, those three will never beat me again. And they haven't. When you were coming up, um, you know, you said you started looking at training early and, you know, did, what was your goal? Like, what, did you want to be a pro bodybuilder? Like, did, from yes. the time you started? I, I had very big goals at very young. I, you know, I stopped playing all sports. Which, at the time, my mother also was not happy about it because I was really good at baseball. Mm -hmm. Baseball, she thought I could have gone somewhere in baseball, but I just, I got bored of it. I played it too much, and I didn't enjoy playing thing. on a team thing. Yeah, that's me too. You know, I was, it's not to sound like an asshole, but, like, I was one of the best, and if I lost because of somebody made yeah. a, a must, I was not the happy camper. So I took the route of bodybuilding, and immediately, as soon as I did, before I even did my first show, I remember saying, I'm going to win the Olympia one day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've just been striving for ever since. Yeah. Who was Mr. Olympia at the time? Do you remember? Probably Phil. No, it was, I think, when I started, like, really thinking about I think it was you. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you said 10 years, it took him 10 years to turn pro, it's yeah. been about 12, pretty, 13, yeah. Pretty so sure you won, yeah. That had been around... Oh, oh, nine. Were you were you advanced compared to everyone else physique-wise? Yeah, I mean, I graduated high school at 230 pounds. Yeah. So you're already, you're already training. I was already big. You know, I didn't graduate little. I was already a stocky kid. So throughout high school, I was always training. I was always bigger. I was Where were you training at the time? Like a, a local gym or a so, school gym? or No. So I started at a, a Planet Fitness, honestly. And then I outgrew that. And then I remember one of my friends at the time said, you need to come check this gym out called Extreme Fitness. It's, it's really hardcore. I said, okay. You know, I went... 200-pound dumbbells, all hammer strength, uh, pre-core, Cybex. And I'm like, I'm in heaven. I was 16 years old at the time. You know, I met the owner, and I just said, look, I want to come here. But, you know, he's like, you're good. You come whenever you want. So I said, great. And then that was where my career really started. I, was, I did my first three shows out of there. Mm -hmm. So... At what age you start competing? Actually, get on stage. Seventeen. Yeah, because they they have, now you have to be eighteen to compete in the NPC. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When well, they make that one? They changed know. it last year. Was it last year? Yeah. You know, I, I noticed you mentioned two hundred pound dumbbells, and I remembered when I first started hearing about you, seeing you train doing these crazy heavy, heavy, heavy lifts, yeah. and I've noticed as you've progressed, you've backed down from that. Yeah. And and. Explain why you've changed that style. Because obviously you could probably still go lift whatever you want. For sure. You know, my, my strength is, I'm probably stronger now if I, you know, with the way I lift and if I really wanted to train heavy again. Yeah. But for me, I felt like now being the position I'm in, there's no need for it. You know, I could easily take 225 pound dumbbells. I've done it before. An incline dumbbell press that. But I would be working probably every single muscle in my body, but the actual muscle I want to work. And I've, you know, that's why people say, well, you don't have the best chest, you know, but now that I've backed down the weight, more slow, controlled, mm -hmm. doing slight pause at the bottom, really squeeze at the top and contract. Yeah. I'm only doing maybe like 120 pound dumbbells, but my chest has improved drastically. Yeah. So there's something to be said for it. Now there's always a time and a place to throw some heavy shit around, no doubt about it. But there, the structure, in my opinion, of your training should be based around getting the pump and the contraction within the muscle the entire time. And you're also one of the guys that, like, has like flawless, perfect form. Like, who yeah. who taught you that? What's the what got you into doing that? Because a lot of guys train ego with their ego. 
and they just lift heavy. What got you to? So I used to train very, very high volume. And, you know, when me and Matt got back together, he said, I want you to train low volume and control the weight as best as you can. So when we got together, I would just send him videos on videos on videos, and he would critique it, he would get back to me. And from there, I would realize controlling it in a proper manner, slow negatives, all that, I was getting sore in the muscle that I wanted to, but not overtaxing my system from lifting this crazy heavy weight all the time. And then that's when I really started to progress extremely fast. Yeah. And you, you're, Jay, you train the same way. I mean, you yeah, could probably lift heavier. I, I think than you did. he. I think he's a little more strict than me. And I was a big volume trainer, so I just think that everyone kind of finds their rhythm. And yeah, I would definitely say, you know, one thing we hear about Nick constantly is, you know, he doesn't need more size, but unfortunately, he needs more size in certain body parts, in yeah. his opinion, to even off. Right? I mean, it's like saying if people say he needs more sweep on his quads, which means he needs to have bigger legs, you yes. know, or the shape needs to be different and. You know, Nick went from being, you know, more of a freaky bodybuilder to having, you know, a crazy shapely front double bicep. You know, I mean, sit, being able to sit together, on yeah. sitting on the abs, I could never do that. So a lot of the poses, you've made a lot of adjustments, which I'm sure you worked on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people don't understand is like you can go to the gym and you can train and they, they think you just go in there like a robot and you just you don't think about anything. But you actually have to. It's almost like a rule book of like. I need to, to train this way and I need to, with this body part, have a certain, you know, position of the body and push mm-hmm. certain ways and contract certain ways. And like you're talking about, I mean, you might, you know, your shoulders may overpower your chest or, you know, and you, that, that pose, you know, you, you want to dominate those poses. It's like your legs, like how thick more can your legs get from the side, but you still need to work on that, that sweep. outer sweep, which... Yeah. I'm sure there's progression in that, right? I mean, that's yeah. what the key is. But I just, you know, I just asked you about your arms. You know, like I did back and biceps today. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you know, your arms are legit 24 inches, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know, mine were 22 and a half, um, which, you know, as a pro bodybuilder, we don't really tape. I know you were taping arms the other day. Yeah. I, I, they made you do it, right? <laughs> that's not like we sit home like, no, I don't even know if I owned a tape measure other than a, one of the uh, metal. Like, one of the, the ones that yeah, measures yeah, yeah. Now you can just do it from your phone. You can just hold it over and push so it So I don't think really? he sits yeah. around at night and tells Maria, hey, measure my arms. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? See how big my arms are today. Yeah. It, Check my arm measurements. Yeah. And uh, I did it with Ronnie Coleman in that video. I don't know if you've ever seen I it. I did. Like, that yes. was, you know, his were 23 at the time. I would, mine were 22 and a half. And, uh, you know, I think it really depends on your height, too. I think guys, could, they'll be 24-inch arms, but the arms don't look as impressive as yours, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, listen, man, you're one of the most muscular guys. Um, your mindset is beyond. We talk about that a lot on here is I just think that you can will yourself into being the best body in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I know there's a lot of people, including some judges, that will never doubt your ability, and the question I have with you is, you know, leading into 2023 Olympia, and you hear all this rah, rah, I'm coming this, I'm doing that. What's your mindset like when you hear the talk? Because you, you scour the net, you watch the pods, you're on them. You, you just had some competition here of the guy that they're saying is going to be the next heir apparent, right? And you're saying not yet, okay? Um, 
they counted you out when you went, when you got fourth and they counted you out now, you know, after you get third, you said there's only a couple more positions to go. Yeah. I was second for many, many years. And every year I heard about a new guy. You know, I went through Gunter and Gustavo and yeah. Dexter and, and the list goes Still on. Still even on. in the beginning, yeah. I, I, it just, you get, to, you know, you just, there was one person that I focused on and that was the unbeatable, right? Mm -hmm. Is anyone unbeatable? No. Everyone's beatable on any given day. And for you to win, do you feel that your package will push you to that or will it be someone not coming in at their absolute best? Because would you say there's better genetically gifted bodybuilders positioning themselves that could beat you or are you going to just be better and yeah, these people I mean, can't figure out the formula? Look, I, I know I don't have the best genetic as far as aesthetics go, but... Those things are improving. I'm also finding ways to pose to hide those flaws. Now, in my opinion, if I have the Arnold conditioning with the Olympia fullness that I had and combine those, I believe I will win without a question. You know, there's a lot of good guys. You got Derek, you know, he got Hottie, Samson. These are all good guys. Hunter's looking great. But I believe in my own my own self, and I know what I'm capable of, I know what I can do, and I've been doing it every single year, and it's not gonna stop. And once I win, I'm going to stay there for as long as I want to, and that'll be that. That's the mindset you have to have, though. I know. I, I've said this to Jay many a times, outside, since him, I don't think I've seen someone in the open, because I think Clarita's kind of like you too. Yeah, he is. That is just so focused on it, no matter what people say, you're like, yeah, you know, cool story. And you just keep moving. Mm -hmm. And you're, I haven't seen anyone that has had that just burning desire to win since him. And you, you have to have that. You, that fire has to be lit from the time you get up, from the time you go to bed, every single day. And the moment it's not is probably the moment you're just about done. The and guy behind you might have that exactly. fire. Exactly. And if somebody else's fire is lit more than yours, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. If you, if you looked at some of the guys that, like, we'll just say the two guys that placed ahead of you. Take uh, Hottie, for example. Where do you beat Hottie? Going into this, how, what are you planning to say, okay, I can beat him here, here, here. This is what I'm going to do. Or maybe you don't want to tell your game plan. I don't know. No, I just, I just think, listen, Hottie's great, right? Hottie always comes in peeled, dried, conditioned hard. I don't think he had that for this past Olympia. Um, I mean, I don't, I can't really dictate what he's going to look like this year, but I have made the improvements. I know that I needed to make as far as quad sweep. We just talked about, I know my back will be bigger. I know my chest will be bigger. And I think overall, I overpower Hadi in my yeah. opinion. And with these improvements that I have made, I think it's going to overpower everyone. Where did he win last year? What, what, what separated him? Do you feel? Like, what would you say? Was it the midsection, the, the rock-hard midsection? Because realistically, from the back, he wasn't no, he's a little as crazy, no. right? But yeah. did that extra fullness and still having some of that granite condition? Because arguably, you have that condition, too. I mean, I, yes. I don't know if people would, would say maybe you, you lack some detail. I would, comparable. I would say because I'm, I'm still on the younger side, we can yeah. say muscle maturity, I right? Hate I hate that. Though. I do, too. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I can understand it. Yeah, Hottie's older, been doing this. He's, you know, 
and I feel this year, you know, he, he, my mother even said she feels my body's like getting that mature look now. Yeah. And I, I think this is going to be the year where, again, I, I shock a lot of people. And then if you were going to bring up Derek, because those are the only two that beat you last yeah. year, the only two people in the world, where do you beat Derek? It's tough because he's, 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 he's got a great front double. I think conditioning, mm -hmm. dryness, hardness. Mm -hmm. The only thing, you know, we can go pose for pose, but I think the only thing Derek truly has me on is the aesthetic look. Mm -hmm. That's really it. Yeah. I know, but why did Hunter beat you? Two years ago, I can't. I can't give you that. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I don't. I don't know answer. We don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I mean, I just. I was there, and I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think he deserved. That's not taking anything away from him. No. I thought at that particular show, you should have placed. Yeah, him. I was a little confused. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I was confused. We were all confused, but it is, is that is that like an aesthetic thing, or you think he has aesthetics and I, the size? In my opinion, look, he has, I guess, I don't, at this point, I really, I don't think he's any more aesthetic than I am, in my opinion. Because I feel like you're improving the aesthetics, like you're taking away that absolute freak factor. It's kind of like a combination, right? I mean, people looked at me as a mass monster and I never considered aesthetics at all, but people still now, after, you know, watching years and years later, they're like, you know, was I... A f as much of a freak as a Marcus rule or not, not necessarily. Right. I mean, I think I had freak. somewhat of a like better aesthetics, yeah. which I hate that term too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but aesthetics. Uh, you know, it, it's like one of those things where, you know, I just out muscled everybody, Nick, that's all. And that's, that's really the game, right? With I as much size and condition as you can have. But the question is, is where does it stop for you? Like, when do you say, okay, I don't want the scale to get, because listen, I came to Olympia, I could tell you all my weights. I went from 273, I was 254, 09, I was 255 and 01. It's all over the map, right? What's the best? We were just asking, someone asked us the other day, it was I, somewhere. And I think like, you're 01 and 09. I, I know, but that's like. And see, I thought his, oh, I thought his oh, 03 Iron Man. Iron Man was. And I say 02. Well, I didn't see that one. I saw no. 02 Arnold. I was 273 and I just had a crazy combination. So yeah. it's all who you're standing next to, right? Yeah, so it's true too. Yeah. So yeah. realistically, you just, like you bring the ultimate package. If you land what we just talked about, it's like, you know it takes you a minute to look at your Arnold physique and say, you know, I came in tighter because they wanted me tighter. And yeah. everyone's like, well, you're not full enough. So now it's like, okay, I got to work in that combination, which sucks by the way, because yeah, you like, damn, like I, t I was sitting there like, Nick, you got to do this show. You got to do it. And you're like, and I don't know, you were going to ask what, why he decided to do it, but that will come up. But, yeah. um, I know it wasn't the money. A little bit. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> a little Listen, bit. I don't care how much money you have. Three hundred grand is a lot yeah, of money. <laughs> a little bit. No. Well, okay. So, I I was still in shape. Regard, like I mean, you were training. I saw you. I like, was. After the I show. was still in it. Like I was still going hard and all that. And then, I, I remember I tell I told Maria I I wasn't gonna do it because we just kind of moved to Vegas. Arnold was done. I played. Olympia was done. I played very well, so I kind of wanted us to more establish more of our life for us. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of where we were headed. I mean, I kind of turned it off a little bit. We we're going out to eat a little more frequently, having fun. Um, and then Matt texted me, 
and said, hey, bro, like, they they want up the prize money to 300 and they're asking if you'll do it. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm still in great shape. You know, so I, I, I'm, I called Maria. I said, look, this is what's happening. If you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. But if, you, if you, you're okay with it, I'm, I'm going to go all in. And she's like, do it. And that's at the end of the happened. day, you're a professional bodybuilder. Go and get then, the money. And then we, you know, I did it, and I don't, I don't regret it. You know, I, I've, you know, I took second. In my opinion, I'll say it again because I don't care. I thought I should have won, but I took second, made some pretty good money off of it, and had another successful rebound. And in my opinion, you make the most uh, gains in a rebound phase. And you also learn. You and Matt learn more about your physique during that. As of well. course. So or I don't get mad like frequently if I lose a show. Like, oh, I wasted another prep. But I take advantage of that rebound phase every single time. And it always been like I told you before we started, I'm sitting at 285 pounds now, leaner at 12 weeks out than I was eight or seven weeks out at 270 pounds last year. Like, I'm going to, I'm bringing something that people aren't ready for. And it's, I'm, I'm going to like laugh about it when it's over. So I, you know what I love? I love the, he has the intensity and he has the, you can tell, you can tell you take it serious. I, I do. I get very but Not everybody it. does that. I get very you know? into it. No, it's good though. It's good that you are serious about your craft. Yeah. You know, it's good. You know, we got, we got a lot of shit because going into the Arnold, I said, if it was you and Derek, you would have beat him. We both did because it's all about the comparison. I thought of just by yourselves without anyone else, yeah. you would overpower him. I agree. And now if there was a four or five other guys, you might not overpower them because then they're similar physiques and it depends on the comparison. But right. I thought that. So we'll see, we'll see what happens the next two time, The next time you guys are next to each other. It's going to be. It's a, only happened once. I think this, this Olympia will be even more competitive than what it was last year. Oh, for sure. Like a lot more competitive. Because the guys like Samson and Andrew are progressing as well. All yeah. of you, every one of you guys are progressing. And that's, that's the beauty. We're yeah. all making progress. So in my opinion, I could give you a top five, but you really just don't know because it's really hard because I don't think anyone's safe going into no. this one. We, we say this all the time. People ask us for predictions. I'm like, I'm not making a prediction. And plus, it's too early. Because it's, not, it's, it's not even that. It's just like you compete. Jay's compete. I've been around behind the scenes for all these years. Yeah. There's a million variables that could go wrong that could affect you from getting first to fifth that, that are out of your control. There's almost like an element of luck to it. Yeah. It could be the, the simplest shit. You could eat something wrong. You, you could be staying in a hotel and the neighbor could be banging someone in there and all loud and shit sleep. and keep, you can't sleep. Like the littlest things can affect you. And how the hell can you bet on that? Exactly. I just have a feeling the same top five-ish guys we'll be, outside of Rami and Brandon will yeah. probably be. There's going to be a similar oh, I top I five are going to be in there. I do agree They're with that. They're yeah. just at that level. They're superior. Who's more consistent than you? No one. Who's more driven than you? No one. See, I like how he answers that. It's not. Do you think Cody Chupin is training like a maniac? And of course he is. But I'm training harder. Do you think he's the closest mindset to yours? I do. I feel like. And you probably never really had got to have a conversation with him, right? No, I haven't. But just I can just tell by you know what uh, Hani posts sometimes and all that. Like he's he's all in. He's he's right there. I've always said with Hani, there's just like a different level of. What he's had to gone through to get here. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't have done that. You know? I mean, not a lot right. of people could. That's right. They would have gave up a long time ago. So yeah, I agree. I just love I you know, I just have respect for people that that what do the kids say to, to you when they come and meet you at the the meet and greets? I mean, you you toured up in Canada, like yeah. what do people 
what what motivates people to be a fan of you? They they like they I, like the freak body parts. They like they no that that oh, but they 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 like the mindset the most. They just love the how, confidence, like the you're, confidence. They love how much I come off very confident, but not arrogant with it. You know, I've said that a lot. You know, you're the only one that can confidently say that you're going to win, and people won't like, wow, how, how, how cocky. Like I used to say, and people yeah. like, I can't believe this guy, and <laughs> like they really. You know, you that. know why I don't think people get upset. There's a difference between someone saying I'm going to win that has no chance of winning, and there's True. a difference between someone that's going to win and you can look and say. You could. Well, people thought I was cocky, you know, at, when I before I did New York Pro. People were like, I said I was going to win. And people were like, you know, who the fuck is this kid coming in? Like, and then I won. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember we, that year we were not going to do the Arnold. We, we just we weren't. We were just focused on Olympia. That was it. Um, and then the list came out. Yeah. And then I, I texted it to Matt. And I'm like, what do you think, man? And he's like, let's just, let's just stick to the plan, Olympia. I'm like, <laughs> I'll let you think on it for a minute. <laughs> so then I, when I got to the gym that same day, he looked at me. He's like, let, let, let's get you in. I said, okay. So they announced me, and I said again, I said, I'm going to win this Arnold. I said, I'm going to let people know I mean business, I'm serious, and I'm going to win. And everybody, I mean, even Sergio was freaking out. Like Everyone's like, oh, who's this newbie coming in here? It's disrespectful. It's this and that. And I'm like, watch. And I said, who am I disrespecting? I'm talking about me, only me. I'm not, yeah. dis not degrading you. I'm not degrading you. I'm, not, I'm talking about me winning. And that's exactly what I did. And now you got to a point when after you do those things, you begin to gain the respect of everyone else. Of course. You know, and that's, that's what happened. But every time I say I'm going to win the Arnold or the Olympia, now I get, oh, we haven't won it yet. No, you're right. I haven't. But every year I move up. Yep. So I'm going to continue to say I'm going to win until it happens. Yep. You know what? If, if, you don't, if you don't believe in yourself... Who will? Who will? What's your yeah. favorite victory in your career so far, whether it's amateur or, or professional? Um, or I, placing? New York like, Pro. Yeah. My New York Pro win. Why? Because that was the first pro show where, like, first of all, the audience, when I go on stage, just, it was, it was Bananas, chaos. Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> which, you know, was a good feeling, right? And then I had, at the time, anybody and everybody who I personally wanted there to see the show was there. So for me, that show had like the most meaning for me. So for you know, think about the first major show you won. Actually, was it New York? I was just gonna say, wait a minute, it was, it was New York. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, I'm here. You know what I mean? And I qualified like with a first place back then. It was you know, you place top five in a show and like that and qualify, but because we we're very limited on shows. Uh, but I mean, to be in your hometown and have the crowd response he, New York has a great crowd obviously Steve would be happy to hear that you know his show being the, the oh big it one. was you know and not to say that to, not taking away from the the Arnold victories or you know all your Olympic no places, but for right? me and, and also like the New York pro like even though I'm not from New York I'm from Jersey so it's kind of like the backyard show even though that year it was in Orlando but it was it was still like that same thing. Oh, it was in Orlando that year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Damn, I forgot that. No, I, I remember because you okay. were living on the East Coast of Florida and you just drove over. Yeah, we yeah, just drove over. But it still had the same meaning. Of course. Know? It's still New York. You still got the ring. And I, and I loved it. Cause I, and I loved it, too, because my mom was so thrilled and so happy. And I remember getting off stage after prejudging. And I come out of the back room and everyone's there. Like, oh, you fucking won. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck is my mom? Yeah, yeah. And here she comes, shot down the hallway. 
I'm like, where were you? She's like, nah, I was doing an interview with Ron Harris. <laughs> like, okay. She's like, you look great. Let's go back to the room. I'm like, okay, superstar. Thanks. Let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's what would your mom have said if she would have done an interview? She just was just, oh, my son, you know, yeah. I'm so proud. I mean, she still sends me voice notes and messages, like, when she sees me at appearances on the weekend, and she's, like, so proud, right? The moms are so proud. but She loves it. You know, and you're, you're well-established now as a pro, and, you know, you have, you know, awfully, obviously to, ba- you know, balance the, you know, business and, you know, being tunnel vision. I always said I could be so much better if I would have just focused on training. Mm-hmm. And I think I've kind of warned you of that a little bit. And, you know, we talk about, you know, I know this, we've had conversations about the demands of being, you know, who you are now moving up on the, on the ranks and being a leader, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how receptive have you been to that? Like uh, with the tra- traveling and you this, know, now balancing that? This year was the most I've ever traveled. Like in a very short, like I said, my all season wasn't short or yeah, it wasn't short or was short. So I traveled to Canada, I don't know, like three or four times. I had two or three guest posings that we, me and Maria traveled for. So I, I did a lot more than I've ever done. And mentally, it was, it was, an, it was a little hard because I'm not used to it. Yeah. But I, under, I'm getting, I understand it needs to be done. Um, and once I'm there, I'm fine. I just think it's the whole packing and all that other. <laughs> you, know, sure, you know, calling, oh, you got, we got the food ready, we got this. You know, it's just like those little things that really, <laughs> you know, make me, you know. Give you anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but once I'm there, I'm settled. I got, I'm like, all right, let's have it's fun. It's not that bad. You know, let's have some fun. Yeah. But I'm, I'm adjusting and I, and I, I do enjoy it. I do think it's very fun. Um, but I, I let everyone know, like, when I start prep, that, that's it. This is my you time need a, You need a tour bus, Nick. I know. Because, you <laughs> know, like, like John Madden didn't fly. You're scared to fly. You know yeah. that, right? I, John, would, I would rather take a tour so bus. So John Madden had a bus. <laughs> yep. So, so did he, DJ Khaled. He, yeah, so he refused to fly. So he would have to do all the Monday night, like he would just travel take from a whole one week to, to get next. There. Yeah, yeah, so um, because he was afraid to fly. I hate, well, I hate, I'm afraid of heights. So flying in general just doesn't do you, it. I mean, when you fly, when you're on the plane, are you fine? I'm fine. Like, I don't freak out, but I'm just, I get, I just think I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> yeah. this. You know, when we, where, where did we go? I think we went to Germany and I, I ran into him afterwards and he's like, I need to go to that. Cause Phoebo's like, as I big would as love a, to go to Phoebo that. Phoebo is yeah. as big as Arnold Olympia combined times two. Really? It's massive. That's, you yeah. need to go. I, well, I, and, and then I remember being on the private jet. Yeah. yeah. The, you felt every little <laughs> bit of turn. I'm like. Bro, like I'm not. I gotta, I gotta be on this thing like six times. I'm like, uh. <laughs> you know, you know what I, every time I think of that plane, we flew from I forgot what city. One of the guys Same was with him. us. Same as him. And he, yeah. we we did five cities. Yeah. There. And one of the guys that was on there was deathly afraid of flying, and he was sitting not in front of me but off to the side. And every time we'd hit a bump, I have videos of it. Mm-hmm. He would just go like. And he I would just start, and we just kind of look around. Like toward, toward the very end, like I started to feel like I was going to vomit or something. I'm like, bro, I got, I got to get off this plane, man. Trust me, though, we did that tour before <laughs> the private plane, and that was a nightmare. We did a commercial the yeah. first oh, time. Oh, really? So, twice. so that's yeah. why when we did it the next time, it was like, okay, this works so much better because yeah. we were delayed. See, those planes don't, though, you might not realize it. Those prop planes, those safest planes you can fly in. You just feel it. I didn't feel it. Oh, no, it's completely. I didn't feel it. Yeah. Prop was, planes are, that's why then, you see so many. And then we're there. on the plane, and the guy, he go, Josh, he goes, just so you know, there hasn't been a plane crash like this since like 1970s. <laughs> he, he was staying in the luggage. Like, I'm like, like, I don't want to hear this, bro. <laughs> 
Josh stayed in the luggage. Yeah, he yes, sat. that's where I he sits. I think he was taking a shit. <laughs> no, 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 the door closed no, no. by. That's where he sits, right by all the luggage. Because that's where all the liquor is, too. You just get drunk. Oh, they were having fun, yeah. Of course, yeah, they sure were. That one was, that. actually, we didn't run any really bad turbulence or anything on that one. Oh, I did. Yeah. Was we, it really bad or did it feel bad for you? There was one. Uh, yeah. One, I forget, we were. I think we were going to Calgary. That one was rough. Yeah. But the rest were like, yeah, you know, a little bit here. That one for like, it was like two minutes straight. It was like, so you're not, so you're not going to take that trip again? Oh no, you I know? will, I will. But oh. I, I'm gonna, I'm like, can we get a different plane? Like, <laughs> yeah. can, we, can we, can we get something that I won't ask feel for the much? ask for the Walker tour bus? Walker Nation. I'll, I'll tour text bus. them and be like, can we do a Walker tour bus? Uh, let, let me take me through, uh, you know, Jersey versus Las Vegas now in Florida. Like, give me, give me your good and good side and bad side of each region you got out of new jersey i mean i'm an east coast guy yeah. too why did you feel it was necessary to leave there i just think the potential of bodybuilding in jersey is very limited and it's overall i i mean in in that terms but in like just regular living it's like the gyms or gyms were not gyms are actually getting better now um one of my friends uh just built one that was actually right around the corner from where my mom lives uh Performance Strength Academy. He has one little, like, 40 minutes away from where my mom lives, so he built another one. So they are improving, but when I was there, it was, like, your Planet Fitness, your Giant Fitness. You had, like, Did these you go to Retro, retro Fitness ever? Or? I did, yeah. There was Retros. Yeah, yep. Everywhere, yeah. But those, you had, like, the one gyms randomly that was, like, oh, this is a finally good one, you know? Um, but, like, just the cost of living. It was, like, you know, taxes and all that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm okay. So you went to Florida. I did. I did, yeah. At the time, I moved down, you know, to be closer to Raw and Revive. Yeah. That was the main reason. We don't need to get into that, but we know that whole situation. And then I ended up moving down to Tampa. Um, and Tampa was nice. Just, it wasn't, I didn't feel it was just my vibe in particular. I made good friends, uh, but just the environment, I just didn't feel it was for me. And I didn't like the humidity. It was, the humidity was outrageous. I hated it. Um, you know, so when Flex called me to have me on his podcast, you know, Maria was coming down to visit for like a week. So then I said, I said, look, Flex wants me on his podcast. You want to stay a little longer and come? She said, yeah, of course. So we come down and I just don't immediately Never left. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, immediately when I got there, I'm like, I don't know why it just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, oh, I feel great. And then like. It was coming toward the end of the trip, and I just look at her, and I'm like, you, you want to stay until the Olympia? Like, I really don't want to take this flight back. And then come back. <laughs> he didn't want to get on the plane, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, really? And I'm like, well, yeah. So we, her face over there. <laughs> like, so we ended up staying. We found a, a nice Airbnb. We, we stayed until the yeah. Olympia. But within a few weeks, I'm like, you want to move here? And she's like, is this prep brain? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm serious. Let's do it. So Mark Anthony at the time hooked it up, hooked us up with his realtor. Uh -huh. And within like four days, we, we got a house. And the, and the pro thing is that so um, back then you weren't even really doing a lot because you were training for a contest, right, consistently. So you didn't even really get out to explore Vegas. And now I see oh. you guys out and about yeah. doing yep. things and obviously yeah. having – you know, a partner here, it's a lot easier because I'm sure she gets you out to separate. Yeah, she, she's helped me find more balance in my life, I will say. You know, because anyone who knows me, you guys, Matt, everyone, I'm like this, no matter what. Well, I was too, yeah. I'm still and, like that a lot, you know. 
and that's that's never going to change. Yeah. But I've learned, like, hey, it's okay to pack some meals and go do this for a little while, and you'll be fine. It's not going to hinder anything. Or if you're late on a meal by a half hour, it, it's it's, it's not going to change anything. Yeah. You know, so I learned that, that it's okay, and sh- and she's helped me kind of do that. I tell him this all the time. It's like we can still enjoy our life a little bit. <laughs> we don't like we go all over the world and I know. Like, like this next trip we're going over to Romania. I'm going to stay. I'm not coming back. I'm staying. I'm going to spend a week because then I got to be over there for another two weeks. Okay. So he's uh so he's flying back. But I always tell him let's let's go see some shit. Like let's enjoy our life yeah. a little bit. I've been take, I've been all over the world, man. <clears throat> you know some of the things I've seen is great, but some things I just kind of refuse seeing. And he's more of an exp- exploration. You know he explores a lot more than I do. Yeah. Because I'm like you, like, you know, I just got done with my transformation a little bit. And that not, I'm just kind of finishing, but I'm still like on a cardio. But I'm, I've always been pretty rigid on the food. And I hear you keep mentioning the food, the food, the food. And people don't understand, like, the food is everything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what continually build the body. Like, the training is routine. And obviously, you've adapted to different types of training. But without the food and the consistency with that, you know, you miss one meal, bro. It's like you're way backwards, yeah, right? Yeah, it matters. It ma- missing one meal. I don't miss me. I never. I don't remember the last time I missed a meal. And I'll, I'll say the only time I may like miss a meal, quote unquote, is say me and her go out to eat, right? And say that's my meal five. I'll eat enough to where that's probably like two or three meals. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying? So you missed a meal, but not the calories. Exactly. So yeah. it, if anything, it, it, it probably helped me digestion wise because I'm done eating by like nine, and I don't eat again in the morning till like ten sometimes. I get, a, I sleep a little bit, then I do cardio. So I feel empty. I feel great. Like every time, like recently, every time we've gone to Barry's, I pick out. I enjoy, yeah. and I wake up a couple pounds lighter. You know. So Matt's just like, we're gonna keep that going, buddy. Hopefully it's yeah. not too expensive. <laughs> I mean, I was, always, I was always ready early. Um, I can tell you, like, you talked about 01. At 10 weeks out, bro, I was shredded. Like, I, was, I had already gone from 20 weeks down my diet. So I dieted hard for 10, for 10 weeks, and yeah. I was doing cardio twice a day. And literally, I mean, Chris Asito is my, you know, my advisor at the time, and he's like, dude, you have nowhere to go. You just got to eat. Like, you're on high carbs till let's see what happens. And literally I did high carbs for 10 weeks. I did a thousand grams of carbs all the way the last 10 weeks before the Olympia. It was almost, if you asked me what's better, I would say, you know, coming, like eating less would have been better for me than trying to eat a thousand grams of carbs. Well, that's a lot, lot. yeah. I mean, I was having 300 after training the first session. I was training twice a day then, though. You did... Uh, very low fat, right? Very. So no, I didn't even eat red meat on a diet. Not not even chicken. Really? It was fish, egg whites, protein powder. See, Matt is still big on decently yeah. high fats. Like right now, I have two meals with uh, added fats, like 20 grams of almond butter with my post-workout and my last meal. And then I have two meals with red meat still. So he's Your still, body probably needs it. Yeah, yeah. And the carbs are decent. I'm not low, like low, low, but it's... I'm still, I'm dropping, you know, so I, as I send him pictures tomorrow, actually. And what were you, like, you said you're 285 today. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, even, you know, in 09, I mean, dude, I was sitting at 285, you know, week before the show. I dropped a lot of water, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Lord. But see, I've noticed uh, I retain water easily, Mm -hmm. but then once my body gets in like this groove, 
I, I am able to not gain a, a lot of water weight as much. You know, I stay pretty dry throughout. Like once, as long as my body's in a great groove, I'd say around the seven, six week out mark, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty dry for the most part. So this year the Olympia is back in Florida. Yeah. So are you planning anything different since you're not, since you're actually traveling for it compared to last year where you came here and stayed? <laughs> are you going to go to Florida and in get a house down there? <laughs> no. You no. should have kept your house in Tampa. I should have. <laughs> I fucked up there. No, uh, we actually just booked all of our shit. We're going to leave that Saturday before the show. Week. And then, yeah. That's probably then. all you really need. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you, are you going to go over like and stay by Matt or are you just going to go to, straight to Orlando? We're going straight to Orlando. Okay. He he's gonna come Sunday, I believe. We're all staying at the same hotel. Okay, so we're all right, you know, near each other. Because he has like six people in the show. Yeah, no, I've noticed that. He's he's you know we talk about this a he, lot. He got like a, a little army going. We talk about this a lot. He's he's be, he's slowly became like one of the most consistent coaches out there. I know. You know he, he, really like, he's really he does not miss. Yep. Like it's even like and people can say like oh to Arnold you were a little flat yeah sure whatever but like it wasn't a miss yeah you know what I mean yeah. No, you weren't. You were, a miss to me is when you're off. Yeah, you're like, you're oh, you like, you like dog shit, my friend. Yeah. You're not 100. percent You're 99.9. Yeah. So yeah. no, he's who, he's. who are the Olympia guys that he has? Ian is one, right? Ian, Sean, Brett, me, um, the girl, a bodybuilder. No, no, I'm not. I'm a men's oh, open. Man. I was asking about. Is that it? Uh, Justin and Justin, Justin Shear, Justin. Yeah. So he far, looked impressive yeah. first. And then, and then he's got Michaela too, right? No, no. Just, oh, he doesn't have her anymore? No, okay. no, no. Michaela's know. on her own. Okay. Yeah. Well, the girl that just won Chicago. Shh. Yes. Her. Her. She'll be okay. in the Olympia, yeah. yeah. He's going to That's Joey gonna, Belt's. Um, Joey Belt's wife, yeah. He's going to be uh, He's gonna be busy. Just make sure to stay No sleep, time. bro. No sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Match room's next to mine. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I, I'm getting... Um, Excited? Not you know it just brings me back yeah. to these Olympias you know and I luckily never had to leave Vegas. I know, yeah. and this whole moving around thing is it's just a little different you know and yeah. I, I'm not a super fan of Orlando for the Olympia to be truthful. I I did it you know in the, the oh, one first one or, yeah oh two thousand two thousand twenty one yeah, yeah. Um, I did that one and you then the next year obviously was in Vegas. I like Vegas better. You know, the first Olympia I ever attended, though, was actually the one I had at Orlando the first year when Sean Claridia won. That was the first Olympia I ever attended. And I just remember Matt looking at me and he goes, you'll be on this stage next year. Don't worry about it. And that's exactly what happened. But I would prefer Vegas. I just feel like it's more iconic. Mm -hmm. This is where, like, all the big things go down. And it's just... Of course, course, there's just a lot more to do after the show versus Orlando. I I always tell people, like, Vegas is sexy. Yeah, you know, it's got the restaurants. Orlando's not sexy. Club. That's where you take your kids. You're going what, to Disney. Where do you want to go? Disney. Yeah, I love Disney though. So I mean, it's whatever. Tell the truth. You're going to Disney on Monday. <laughs> Maria, are you making them go to Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Disney depends hey. on the celebration. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, yeah. I'm either. Gonna, we'll see. I'm going to be celebrating a win. I'm not worried about. See, it. see, perfect. You're you're going to be in Orlando, and you can say, "I'm going to Disneyland," like yeah. all the football players after they win the Super Bowl. After, after I win the Olympia, I'm like, "I'm going to Disney." <laughs> Do you ever have in mind on how many you want to win? I, I remember I used to say ten. I don't know <laughs> if that's achievable right now at this point. Um, you're young enough to. Realist, if I was had to be realistic, I'd want six. I, I think six is. I want six Olympias, and I want four Arnolds. 
So does that mean you're going to do the Arnold next year? I'm not saying right now. <laughs> but there's a big possibility, yes. You know, you, got, you know, they paid them all that side money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, they got the one, and then two weeks later, they got another one. I know. Imagine if you could do a clean sweep on all three. See, Matt, all. Matt, bucks. Matt, <laughs> Matt's got a little, bucks. he's got a little um, inside. Why do you, you going to say that? <laughs> Nick's doing all three. I'm putting it out here. Yeah, right. I'm starting the rumor. Thumbnail. I mean, how, Thumbnail. How's it, <laughs> but to win an Arnold Classic, man, you know, Arnold was obviously a huge you know, figurehead for us. For sure. Um, what was the first thing Arnold ever said to you? Do you remember? Oh, no, but I remember him saying on like a YouTube or an, an IG video that I could win the Olympia. And uh, did that floor you that it Arnold did. Schwarzenegger mentioned your name? It did. And at the time, I didn't see it right away because yeah. I, I, I don't remember what I was doing. My mom sent it to me. She saw it and she said, oh my God, look what Arnold just said about you. And then I... And then, <sighs> I remember just sitting down and listening to it, and I'm like, that's really cool, man. Like, yeah. Arnold thinks I could win, you know? And that's just more motivation when you have the, one of the most iconic people in the industry yeah. to say he, he could win the Olympia. It's not even an iconic know? industry. He's one of the most kind of iconic human well, beings, yeah, period. Actor, I still remember governor. When, I still remember when he posted your video. Yes, that real muscle did. Yes. He posted your video on his main page. Yep. And I, that was the first time I remembered seeing a bodybuilder posted on there. I was like, holy shit, the yeah. whole world's going to know who Nick Walker is. Is right? there anyone, Nick, that you like? I mean, your family's obviously super important, Matt Jensen. And yeah. Like, is there anyone that's like you, you really hasn't got the credit that really helped you along the way, like whether it be mentally or. You know, from the outside, was it training partners, friendships, anything like that that really gave you anything extra on your journey? Like, you have your really consistent people that the media sees on, you know, now, of course, Maria's like I was gonna, every day. But yeah, I was going to say, no, not really beside Maria. Like, what you was know? your first big break? Like, you know, your mom said to me, like, help my son. But, <laughs> like, what do you think was the turning point where you were like, okay, I have this? I'm going to, well, I think for me it was actually when I did my first national show. It was USA's, and it was 2016, and I played sixth out of over 40 guys that year. No, I have no idea. 16? Like Who like, won that year? I, I couldn't even tell you. I don't remember. Because I don't think he's even competing anymore. But it was at that moment, because I had no idea what to How expect. How old were you then? 21. So you knew, like, okay, I got something special, or well, for my first national show, you know who it was, Cody Montgomery. No, he or won or the year before 15. me. Okay, he won yeah, the year 15, before me. Yeah. But when I when I got sixth, and I'm before when I was, I remember being backstage and looking at all the, I'm like, holy shit, like these guys are fucking huge. Yeah. And then I got sixth. I that's a celebration for me because I was yeah. like, I didn't expect to. I had no expectation at that show. Yeah. And I'm like, I have something here. I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but I'm taking it as far as I can now. And it led me to where I'm at right now. It's pretty impressive. You know, the journey, the journey's a long one, right? I mean, Super. especially for someone like you that, like you started off at such a young age. Like I didn't even join the gym till I was 18. I mean, I picked up a magazine when I was 12 and I saw Chris Dickerson and I was like, damn, like the old yeah. school guys, right? You, ne you didn't even really witness 
the era that I did, right? Because I'm substantially older than you. But, like, you looked at me and Ronnie and, yeah. like, I'm sure Kevin Leverone yep. and Flex Wheeler. Yep. And Do you think that era, do you get a little disappointed that that era sometimes compared to your era? And you hear, like, you've heard Ronnie say and these people say that it's uh, the guys don't look the same. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think conditioning-wise, I... I don't think there's a difference. If anything, I think the conditioning is a little bit better, in my opinion. Like, we're we're striving to get skinless, like as skinless as possible. Um, I I think when it comes down to the look, I do think certain there's certain aspects that people may be abusing mm -hmm. that gives them a certain look yeah. that is just not you know attractive. And I don't, I don't think back in that day those type of things were abused as it is in this day and age. And I think that's what gives things, you know, that perspective. But overall, I don't think, you know, people, I think people are suffering the same. I think people are, are training the same if, if we're not harder. We're all dieting hard. I just think it's certain aspects that make it seem like, you know, it's it's not what it seems. Well, listen, I had an era of, like, synthol and, like, yeah. guts. Yeah. Which you're not even really seeing... I don't Not really feel like you don't see it much. I mean, because because you get trashed for it. We get trashed, and well, I think, the, the I, I think now the judges are paying, paying yeah. attention to it now. Do you? And, and I don't know this. I'm just asking. Do you think where in today's day there's so many other like uh, sugar-free things you can try, yes. sugar-free sauces I, and I stuff? Don't, don't. Do you think that could, if guys are going, oh well, look at this. It's got no calories in it, but it's got a million chemicals. Where yeah. back in the '80s and '90s they didn't have this. Do you think something like that could affect the look? I do. I, I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, that go through preps, using all of it. Like I'll use Ross Flanagan. I think he's peeled. Yeah, peeled. He, he drenches with his sauce flavor again yeah. on everything. Drenches it. I know I, I use it up until like you know a couple weeks out, and I pull all that out because do I think it makes a dramatic difference on my look? Maybe a little. Maybe but that not. much could be the difference between you yeah, winning or just a little bit could make that. So I I do it. Yeah, but it just depends if people if you can digest those things. Yeah, then you're fine. I mean, Ronnie used if to eat you, French fries in Masterpiece with full sugar <laughs> barbecue sauce. And look at Ronnie, you know. I don't know. What do you think it is? I was so disappointed when I used to see him. Because <laughs> no, you're suffering. And no, you know, you know, he was able fries. to go to Outback, like, got a contest diet. Like, I don't know how you are, Nick, but, like, you'd see you're, like, you're 12 weeks out. But, like, I was so rigid, man. Like, yeah. there was no going out to dinners for me. I was just so I just don't, determined, I, and I felt like I just can't give up anything no. that might throw this off, you know? I don't go out to eat unless Matt tells me to. If he says it's okay, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But I, I, I'm. She knows I'm. I'm a monk. I don't. I don't go anywhere. Like we, we go to the movies. You know, if I'm not training that day, you know, we might walk around in the outlets. You know, just to kind of get out of the house a little yeah. bit. But those are things for me. I know won't take away anything of what I'm doing. You know, and if I felt that way, I, I, I would say no. I'm not doing it. You know, and she knows that. But I've also learned like doing those little things. If anything, it's helped me stay more relaxed, yeah. which in return helps my physique look better because I'm more relaxed. Yeah. And I've been able to take advantage of those things and still progress quicker than I've ever have. Do you think Vegas is the best city in the world? I do. I love Vegas. Yeah, yeah. 
I say all the time too. Yeah. I love Vegas. You know, this is this is a pool that they told me when I moved from Orange County. I remember I went from Massachusetts to you know California, and I remember my friends telling me, "Oh, Vegas is a bad place. You know, it's it's going to be a, a distraction." No. And when I walked into the twenty four hour gyms at the time, we had Gold's gyms yeah. here. And I saw all these weights and the gyms weren't crowded at all. And I could train at like every, there was a Gold's Gym on every corner. And now EOS Fitness, which yeah. you're familiar with. I was like, man, like I'm here. This is awesome. <laughs> because, you know, in Mass, we didn't have 24-hour gyms. In California, oh. dude, the gym closed. When I trained for 01, the gym I trained at closed at 4 on sun- Sundays. Really? Yes. And they closed at like 5 on Saturday. So... For me, I, it just didn't work. I was training twice a day, so you know you I was usually ra- I was wrapping up. I trained at seven thirty my first session in the morning, and then yeah. I went back at like two, so I was finishing. But, but that's probably why I did that because right. I knew it was closing, especially because so I I sequenced my training days. Like I think you you have Sunday off or mm-hmm. Thursdays and Sundays. Yep. Like I, it was different every week. I just it was a two on one off schedule because yeah. I was training twice, so I was training four times over two days, right? Yeah. My body was destroyed. Was beat, yeah. And then my day off, I was doing tissue work, which is super yep. important, right? Yep. I know you're an advocate of that. Yep. So the, the routine was like, so I, by the end, I was like, okay. And it sounds like you did a 20-week prep at least, right? Yeah, we started 20 weeks out. So you must be like anticipating not only a victory, but like, okay, I can get back to normal living a little bit, right? Yeah, Unless you go right back into prep, right? Well, if I do the Arnold, then, I mean, I'll probably, Matt will probably let me have a little downtime. If. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I do look, now, you know, being with Maria now, I do look forward to having a little downtime after a show and kind of just relax and enjoy with someone, you know. That are, you, are you guys going to, do you ever go on vacation? No, we haven't yet. See, I never go on vacation. I travel every week, but I don't well, actually go somewhere with nothing to do just well, that, relax that, that's the thing like all the traveling and it's like i don't really want to go like i just i want i want to chill on the couch but where but but if you could take a week and go somewhere just the two of you where would you go i know she's going to say somewhere really cool oh, she said why i would go to hawaii cuz i never been there but i i really want to go to bora bora it's a long flight nick <laughs> Well, that, that's why I probably won't I, go. I wouldn't. I, it's not I, that far. It's seven I, hours of Tahiti. I would t- tell you, I will never, ever go to Bora Bora. Why? Too far. What do you mean too far? We go to Dubai. That's three times as far. I, I go for, for a bag. I'm not going for <laughs> You're fun. You're fucking broke. You don't get no money. <laughs> I'm not going for fun. Go for that's for bag. sure. I'm going to find a way for someone to pay you like 50 bucks to show up. <laughs> I'll never, Bora Bora is not that I far. I would never go that far without collecting some sort of a you know what's really funny you know what's really funny i'm gonna like make sure make sure to screen record this and then one day when he goes there i'm gonna have the camera i thought you'd never go to bora bora oh i guess i went (laughs) never catch me there bro it's not that far it's if it's over eight hours that's too you fly to boston that's six hours you said it's over eight it's seven yeah from where from l.a Oh, it's seven hours? No. To Tahiti, yeah. Okay, for Bora Bora. Well, then you have to get on a little seaplane to get yeah, into Bora yeah. Bora. But Tahiti, he seven hours. I, oh, look at Oh, now you find. Now the seaplanes are fun. Uh, I'm it. going to Bora Bora. I'll go by myself. <laughs> just to just fucking go by myself. <laughs> I'm going. I don't care. 
That's my goal. I want to go to at least a hundred countries. See, he's like me. He's not even thinking about vacations. He's got one thing on his mind. I do. But you know what? I though? don't think about it. But I'll you know honest. what? Though both of you have taken more vacations than me. I've never taken one. I go places for work. I might spend a day That's to vacation, do something. Man. Not real. <laughs> I'm going for a bag. <laughs> <laughs> my little baby bag. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's you know it's. So now we got now we got a foul. Now I'm gonna keep pressuring Maria to get you to go to Bora Bora. I know, but you know what? If you do go to Hawaii, Hawaii is a good compromise. Can I relax? Yeah. Like, how do you go see a movie if you're not interested in seeing a movie? Is that's my that's what question I I falls asleep. The only movie I went recently to go see that I had no interest in, I went for her was Barbie. Oh no, you went to see a Barbie? I actually heard it wasn't that bad. What? Excuse my language, but fucking garbage. Did you see it, Larry, or no? He saw it, see? It was the worst thing I've ever seen. We walk in, there's everyone, oh, grannies, young ladies wearing all pink. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck Why out Why did of you here. go? You're, oh, the girl wanted you to go. This just hurt your street cred. I'm like, <laughs> you went to see Barbie. I'm like, I got it. From the opening scene, I'm like, oh my God, why am I here? I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I have no clue. You don't clue. need it to had, know. It it's had fine. like the who's who of everybody in it, right? Well, like there were a lot of actors Ryan in it. Ryan Gosling, yeah. Will Ferrell. Um, yeah, there was a lot a- every, of. Every restaurant and like club did Barbie themes out in Vegas, oh right? Oh my God. Dude, this movie ended <laughs> and people applauded it. <laughs> Well, they applaud like, like Mission Impossible. People were standing <laughs> up like, I'm like, what are we applauding? See for? now, see now, I need to go watch it because I need to see how bad it and is. And then the next, but night, I refuse to pay for it. I'll next, bootleg it. The next night, I, I needed to redeem myself. Did you go watch it again? No. So we went to go watch uh, Oppenheimer. Uh-huh. Yes. Phenomenal movie. No applause. <laughs> Silent. I'm like. <laughs> Did you clap wrong. or <laughs> no, <laughs> you should have stood up and clapped? I, are you one of these people that when a plane lands you clap? No. <laughs> I'm like, oh my I, god! I get. I'm getting. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> get me off this. Have thing. you ever been on a plane and they clap? When yes, you yes, land? yes, I have. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, what are you clapping? I have for? many a times. No, I have. I've had a couple times where the plane couldn't land because of weather, and we had to circle and try to land, and then miss and circle. And the third one, you're like, oh, thank God, you made it. So I think I might have clapped on a couple of them. Well, that one I might. Yeah, have. finally. <laughs> you know where, where were we? Yorishno is here, and she just yeah. disappeared. I'm like, where are you going? She went. I went to watch Barbie. She oh, went by really? herself. She just went to the movie. She's like, I want to go watch Barbie. I was I, I legit I didn't know anything about this movie and all of a sudden okay. I see all these people posting Barbie shit on like filters and stuff and I'm like Did I miss don't something? you um it, yeah, it's kind of funny though because every corner has a movie theater right where I love do you guys it. usually go uh, what's the favorite one we like do they serve the food no we don't go to that one what's the what is it called sunset, sunset yeah sunset station yeah. yes. Yeah, because yeah, some of the chairs vibrate and stuff. I hate that, though. I don't like the vibration. Like, when we but, did... I went to saw t- Top Gun in the seat, and it squirts water and all this stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why would you I was go so to- mad. You know what? I got so mad because they were shaking, and then water sprayed us. How funny would that be if I had a camera there filming you? No, just- I was so... so. And Angie's like, did you enjoy... I said, I hated it because of the seat. <laughs> Where <laughs> the, is The this? plane would take off... Um, I think it was at Red Rock. Really? 
I've never gone to the movies yeah, it's in like Vegas. Yeah, like an IMAX or something. I'll download it. What? I'll bootleg <laughs> yeah. it and watch it on my home theater at home. Bro, go to the movies. <laughs> I watch it for free at home. He, I got, he, I'm broke. Dude, he won't got, spend $10 on a film. To, How much so, is it to go to the movies? It's like... Is between it, the both of us, like twenty four dollars. Yeah, maybe? he won't spend that, dude. Bro, something you need dude, to I'm enjoy broke. a nice. <laughs> you need to enjoy a nice cinematic adventure. Sometimes, Listen, okay? I'll go watch Barbie just for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know what it is. I have the website and I just watch it at home. Dude, that gets boring, man. Watch it on the big screen. Yeah, but then I fall asleep. <laughs> I don't even watch it. The last time I went to a movie, I was in Mexico City. What'd no, Guadalajara. What did you see? I don't remember. I just remember What's the best movie I fell you've ever seen, and the person with me took pictures of me and posted them online. Best movie ever in theaters? Yeah, like what's the? Uh, do you think movies were better back? Like I really Friday? love, I really love sports movies. Um, so remember the Titans is one of my like favorites. That. That's a good yeah. movie because true story too. Yep, I love that movie a lot. I don't know what the best movie I've ever seen in person is. Maybe yeah, I think I liked Star Wars when I was a kid. Like, I really enjoy Lord of the Rings. I've never seen any. I haven't seen I'm any either. And The Hobbit. Did you read the book or? No, I don't read. Oh. No, no. <laughs> like I said, I don't read. No, no. Yeah, how do you relax your mind, though? Because you don't listen to music when you train. Do Take you? a nap. Sometimes, yeah. I do. But a lot of times, we, we'll find a nice show to watch on TV, and I'm, I just chill out. Do you have a problem sleeping? Because you're, do you have, like, sleep apnea? I use a CPAP now. Yeah. I do. And it has helped tremendously. Yes. Like, change your life. I, I can do a lot more volume in the gym. I feel more alive. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I love I don't it. Know, I don't know how I function without one. I love it. And this guy can just, he'll look at you and go, oh, I'm going to take a nap. And he's asleep yeah. three seconds later. I don't know. How, Sean Roden was the same way. Yeah. He'd look I, at you, hey, I got to take a nap. He's out. I, can, I do that, especially in prep now. Like, we'll just sit on the couch and I'll just. Yeah, no, I keep seeing these uh, posts then, of yeah, like, water bottles on your head. She'll film me every time. Now, this is like the filming season for her now. See, what you need to do is have a compilation. <laughs> and at the end of the Olympia, post all the Nick water yeah, I think videos. You, I think Angie and her have a little thing, yeah. you know, Jay she, does she, it. She always films me. Like, I'll have my phone like this. And I'll just... Off. And then I'll come wake up and start scrolling again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wake up sometimes and my stories are running. Yeah, really? And I'm like, damn, I missed all those stories. You know, because <laughs> you, know, you can't watch them again, right? It's like you're not going to sit and. Yep. No, hell, I ain't going back. I'll have, I'll have a story. You know how they will like replay it? Yeah. Like if you're watching a reel. And sometimes I forget it's there and I'm busy and I realize the same one's been playing over and over and over. And it's in my head then the rest of the day. How, yeah. how important is your social media? Like you do a lot on social media. I do. do you think that. I do. Are you interactive I, on there with a yes. lot of the fans? Yes, I, and I also need to learn to take a step back from it because it's I'm on it too much. Yeah, um, but it's it's it is very important, especially in this day and age. Yeah, you know you it, you need it. You need to be on it. You need to flourish it. You need to post stories all day long, pictures, everything you you can think of. You just you have to keep it flowing. Um, but that's also why I enjoy that Matt right now kind of gives a little you know date night for me, and Maria, because I. I shut off. I yeah. just enjoy the moment, enjoy the date night. We enjoy the time. And then, you know, once I get Do you back ever the not post some of the pictures that you, because you always do, like, um, posing shots. Like, yeah. you're not afraid to show the physique. No. So do you ever look at your physique? Have you ever, like, pulled back and said, oh, I don't look good today. I'm going to take another one tomorrow. Yes. All the time. 
I took, actually took a selfie at torture room like two days ago. I'm like, I'm not posting this. And then I took a new one today. So well, I, had her, I had her take a video of me doing arms, and I'm like, I'm posting this. I, that looks pretty impressive, actually. The curl thing. Yeah. yeah I just saw her down the way here, actually. Yeah. It's, I, I hate to admit that I was driving and watching <laughs> Insta stories, you know. It's okay. It's my story. I was like blown away because his, his little tricep, kids listen to you. His tricep was pushed against the pad, so it looked like crazy. Because <laughs> he was using that machine with the hand. Like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. that is. I haven't trained at torture yet, but I mean, you've been training there mostly now, and I like it uh, there because gym and I like it there because it's so smooth, man. Yeah. Like, and you don't feel nothing on the joint. Like, it really just hits the muscle <laughs> the way it should. You feel I, people I are it. respectful in Las Vegas when they see you in the gym. Uh, yeah, I mean, you. I get the, oh, respectful how. Like, do you feel like people don't invade your They leave you alone like, when you're training. For the most part, yeah, yeah. No one really bothers me. If I'm walking in, they'll kind of take advantage of that. But if I'm training, they kind of just wait until I'm done. I've always said that in Vegas, it's one of the few places where people don't give a shit who you are in the gym. They don't care if you're famous. They'll, they'll, they let you yeah. do your thing. Like you said, as you walk out, they might ask for a picture, but they're... Usually respectful. Yeah, but normally while I'm training, they don't. They don't really. They just kind of let me do my thing. Yeah, they might go like, hey, you know, or something like that. I brought. I brought one of my friends. He's a, an NFL strength coach to torture, and he was talking about how all that equipment should be in every NFL locker room because great. if you have an injury, yeah. you can still train around it without making it worse. Yeah, it's because great. of how smooth it is. I I do think it's it's one of the best equipments out for sure. You know, because it, it just really, like I said, it really just hits the muscle where it needs to hit without hindering any joints or anything. You know, I think after this Olympia is over, you and Nick need to get a training session. Well, you know, he always me. said he wanted to work out with me. I don't know how hard I'd be working out, but I think we should try to fulfill yeah. that at some point. Let's do you know? it. We'll do, we'll do it when you're... Let's do it. You know, um, after, I, I, I want to ask you before I let you go, because I know um, you probably got to eat, but... Um, <laughs> I'm good, brother. Uh, what... If you could pose down with anyone in history, I know you thought about this. Who would you like you to know, pose down with? You know with? I'm going to pick you, Jay. <laughs> no, I know, but who you else? Know. Would you like to see yourself compared to Ronnie Coleman at his peak? No, I feel like he'd overpower me a little really? too much. I do. I do. It'd be fun, but but like I said, if I had to pick one, like specifically who like I looked up to the most, who I wanted to you know emulate the most, it, it would be you. It would be you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because we're probably... He'd fucking uh, smoke you right now. Yeah, how, uh, how, smoke no, you now, bro. <laughs> Let's fucking do I it. Think, you know, I think his back double is really good. I mean, obviously, my, my legs and, you know, I think that there's certain poses, but the density, I think you're definitely a lot... You know, your limbs are different, right? Yeah. How tall are you? 5'7". Everyone always questioned, like, what's the real height of Yeah, people, we never you know? know who... How tall is Derek Lunsford? 5'6". Okay. Yeah, he's a little, like, an inch shorter than me. How was that training with you guys trained last a couple weeks ago? No, 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 no. What at torture? Yeah. No, no, no. He came in as I I was actually on an off day. What were we doing there that day? That's right. Videos for torture. And he kind of just walked in. I didn't even really know he was in town. Oh, I thought you guys trained together. No, no, we didn't train together that day. Yeah. Who who you paying attention to Masters Olympia? You how do you think Kamal will do in that show? I think Kamal's gonna look great. I, I think he's gonna bring his signature conditioning like he always does. Um, I just, I don't know how he's going to stack with guys that are just bigger. You guys train together. I mean, for a 50-year-old guy, I mean. Oh, my. Bro. Crazy, right? <laughs> I'll never forget. I, I, I don't remember how it happened. but I, I Oh, I remember when I first got to Tampa, I said, let's train together. And he was doing the, um, 
the Ramadan thing at the time or something. Yeah. So he's like, as soon as I'm done, let's link up. I said, okay, great. So he got done, hit me up immediately. He's like, let's train. I said, okay, what are you training tomorrow? He's like, back. I said, okay. And I, we go in there and he's like, let, you know, let's do your workout. I said, no, 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 I want to do your workout. I woke up the next day, like I got <laughs> hit with a ton of bricks. I've never done so much volume in my entire life. I'm like, how does this man do it? He's 50 years, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I had to take the day off. I'm like, bro, I, I, I can't, I'm chilling. I'll see you tomorrow. Do you think you learned a lot from him in uh, training the way he did? Yeah, I think his training kind of helped just bring more overall volume to me. But it wasn't his style. It wasn't, I mean, well, I just, I yeah. wasn't like it, you know. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed training with Kamal and stuff. Yeah. But after a while, I'm like, I'm just, I feel like shit. I man. was selfish in a sense where, like, I would have people that wanted to work out with me. And I used to tell them, like, I'm not changing your weights and just keep up. Like, I'm not spotting you. You know, because, like, I was good by myself. That's funny. Yeah, like, I didn't want to deal with, yeah, like, no, anything that it. threw me off. I mean, people, I said, you need to leave your phones in the cars. I yep. mean, I was super crazy when it came to the gym and, like, shutting out. I mean, you remember the old videos when yep. Mitsuru would come film me, and I told him, like, dude, don't talk to me. Like, just stay so out of my saying. way a little bit. And I, I used to be like that, you know, and but now that I know what the times are like, you have to film. Well, you can I, make I, money from it. Yeah, you have to film. I know, shit. but I feel though, Nick, it throws. It does. It, it does a little bit, 100%. a little bit, because it's like, especially the, when I do the videos on YouTube. You know, people want to hear you talk, so you have to stop, kind of explain yeah. things and, in this. And stuff. that's like work, it, it, dude. It is. It, that takes you out of your realm of like. It does, but I also know how to. When I get ready for a set, I know how to snap right into it again. But you're right in the sense it it does distract you. And like if I if I had the choice, no, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I do enjoy it sometimes, you know, especially in off season. But again, like you, like when I'm in prep, I just this is it, man. I've never I, seen you like um, not in a talkative mood, though. I've watched you close to the show, and you've always been. I, I, well, yeah. Once I get nice, going, I get you know? going. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't see you being like because I don't think you have to really make a lot of adjustments at the end with the nutrition and all that. Where you have to kill yourself because like you're already in great shape, yeah, right? Matt likes to hit it pretty hard early, so that way it, it just you a can cruise, be able to pull right? back and kind of cruise right into it. Um, the Arnold, though, we pushed pretty hard for that one. You were still in pretty good um, shape when you started. Yeah, but my body, like when we finally got shifted back into prep, like my body responded great like it was i was again we were getting cheat meals like i was like it's gonna be an easy prep and then my body just stopped and i'm like what and we just lowered the food up cardio drastically and then it got it got to the point where i'm like yo this is this is hard now like um but normally preps preps are pretty smooth was that your hardest prep i think so the olympia wasn't drastically hard you know I think, like, cardio-wise, uh, the most I did for that prep for the Olympia was, like, an hour. Um, food never got, like, dramatically low. Um, and training was great. So, But, like, I, did, I didn't feel horrible until, like, probably the last week or two. Um, but overall, that prep was really good, I would say. Besides all the victories that you looked to, to you know, if you're saying X amount of Olympias, you said 10 for yeah. Arnold's. Um, and you said six, actually. Yeah. Um like what? Where do you see yourself? Like, is there anything else that you want to like leave behind in the, the sport of bodybuilding? Like, do you want to change anything, or like, do you think that like the judging and are you gonna kind of set the standard and kind of change the tune on 
like the predictions people make and I just think I I want people more so when I try to pre I just want people to believe in themselves like anybody is capable of doing anything my entire career was mainly proving people wrong that's literally what it was mine was too Nick though you know yeah and I, I just I think in this day and age with the platform I have I just if more people were able to have that confidence and just speak out one I think it would just create more entertainment overall but two, you just develop such a self-confidence that you become really passionate about what you're doing. I don't even care if it's be bodybuilding. It could be anything. Yeah. And the more passionate you are about something, without even realizing it, the more you start to believe whatever you're trying to accomplish, you will accomplish. Mm -hmm. And if more people had that mindset, I just think you know, a lot of things would be a lot different. Where, where do you get that from, that, that fire in your belly to... Well, he's always been good there. at everything from what he yeah. said, pretty I was, much. Well, no, but, that, but him saying this is, is not about you. It's about motivating other people. Um, I, th I think it stems back from the childhood when I was molested. And I kept that a secret for years. And it, it, just, it was one of those things that like, haunted me for, for like ever. Mm -hmm. And I remember texting my mom one time. And I said, look, I, I think I want to speak about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I want to do it. But I'm developing a platform where if I can help people yeah. develop this type of confidence to where if they had something tragic happen in their past, they can move on from it and develop that self-confidence. Because at the end of the day, look, what you, whatever happens in someone's past, that's not who you are. Yeah. You know, It's a part of you. It's always going to be a part of you. It's always going to, but it doesn't define you. It's not who you are. The only, re the only way you let it define you is if you let it define you. Mm -hmm. And there was, like I said, there was, I, when it happened and in high school for a little while, that I went down one of those dark paths, you know, heavy drugs for a little while, drinking a lot, partying a lot, fighting a lot. And it got to a point where I, I said, look, and I was also, my family was affected by this dramatically at some points, but I, w I just woke up one morning and I said, I'm either going to make the change that I need to make, like, fast, or I'm going to end up behind bars or in a ditch somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I, I chose the hard path, which was to make the change. And if I just want people to understand, if I can do those things, which ain't easy. It took a long time. Yeah. But if you still believe in yourself and you know you can make these changes for yourself, there's always light after, you know, at a dark tunnel. You know what I mean? You just have to be willing to work to find it. Do you have do you have people reach out to you and tell you like all the time your bravery of talking about these things have helped them and tell you their stories all the and that at the end of the day that will mean more to me than any Olympia win mm -hmm. because I think you know obviously I got into this to just win right I wanted of course. to be a champion which I still do but along the way I, I never would have thought I would impact people's lives mm -hmm. in a in a in an ins, you know inspiration motivating way. And through that, it's one of the most humbling, greatest things I think anybody can do for someone. And if I don't care if I change one person's life. If I can help anyone, I feel like my job is, is done. Yeah. You, you found a way to turn a, something that people don't know how to do. You found a way to turn something negative into, into a, positive. a strength of yours. Yeah. Because if you can talk about something like that openly, mm -hmm. what can't you do? Because a lot of people would be scared to. And if you can face that fear... Bodybuilding stage is I nothing think compared to that. That's what people are afraid to do, and yeah. I, I, I'm guilty of it. People become stagnant. 
They become comfortable. They don't want to face certain things or even make a choice that's very scary that could ultimately change their life for the positive. And I get that. But in order to make those changes and become a better person, you have to face whatever you're fearing right in the fucking face and move on from it and face it however you need to face it and you will be a better person. Not saying you're one bad one now, but your mind, I believe, is the most powerful tool in the world. Of course. Whatever your mind does, your body follows. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, everyone preaches in bodybuilding, stress-free, this and that, because if this ain't right, it's gonna show everywhere. Of course. And everyone who's around you will be affected by it, probably even a little more than you are, because they gotta deal with the shit. Yeah. So change, be a better person for not just for everyone, but for yourself. And when people are able to accept that, it's endless, man. Is there anything that you ever, like, uh, that you ever faced like that during your career or in life that just helped change your trajectory? I I mean, I was just, like I said, I started training because I was torn, you know, between someone wanting to control what I did. Like, I think that expectations were just overwhelming, especially when you have a family business. And, you know, my dad didn't understand like he he thought lifting weights it's like how, how can you make a living at this right um i never had such an instance such as that but i mean I, the gym was my savior because when i got in the gym i lost myself in those weights for that two hours a day i was training and you know that's why i think like when we talk about social media and filming and having cameras around and whatever sometimes like those workouts are therapy sessions for me like i can honestly tell you like i was in the gym last night you know i trained later because you know yesterday wasn't very mondays are crazy for me and i got in the gym and i i thought about it because i had a i do like cameo shout outs and memos and stuff like that when i'm at the gym because it's a good place to do it but i'm like all right i just need to train and i need to get in the weights i don't want to listen to any music i don't want to talk to it so like the phones go off and i just i'm in you know silence because there's no music there either and I'm just like, man, this is this is why I started, right? Because there's no, you know, I forget about the the fit for fifty and thinking about, oh, I need to get bigger arms or whatever else, you know. I was just like, I just want to have one hour where my brain shuts off, exactly. yep. and that's really why weight training is so great. That's well, that's how I started. Saved us, you is, know. I, it was a therapy session, and I always say that the greatest bodybuilders love training more than actually competing, yeah. and the ones that just think they enjoy competing never last right yeah. that's why you still train to this day but i don't i, I know i will competing. always train i to hated this competing nick well not even you didn't like it a little bit no <laughs> he just likes to work out <laughs> i hated it i couldn't wait for that day to get over and i i honestly didn't even ever think about the money i was just like i want to get back to training and just being able to not have one end goal focus you know what i mean like, i get it yeah. And especially after I won it, right? It was like, I think I was better chasing it because... I was going to ask you, when you, after you won your first one, did your mindset change? Um, you know, it, it just, I was overwhelmed because I thought I was like crazy busy and popular and then I won it and I realized that it like amplified it 10 times. Yeah, I, I signed a huge contract. I just had a lot on my shoulders, I felt like. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I was kind of set at that point, like financially where... You know, I was already like, remember, I was second for so long. And it was like, when you, when you finally achieved it, it was like, oh my gosh, I finally did this. You can't peak, you can't peak again. Oh, I get it. And I couldn't peak again. And that's really that high 
was like the highest you could possibly be. And then what, you know, Oh seven, I almost lost to Victor. And then Oh eight, I lost to Dexter. And, and then in Oh nine, it was like, I found that high again. Like you when everyone doubted you. me. Yeah. And I was like, I came back and my physique was like, you know, insane, insane. Right. So for me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just found a higher point than I ever have. Like if you said to me, you know, Ronnie Coleman will tell you, when am I the first one? There's nothing like it. Not for me. Oh, nine was the best. That was your best one. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, nine was like the, like, because at that point. You regained it. Yeah. And it was like bodybuilding was in like a space at that time where, um, like I, there was so many things going on, um, publicly and just like with the magazines, I had deals and I had just, I felt like things were really like, I was solidified as like the greatest at that point. And for, I could honestly say at that year, there was no question who won the Mr. Olympia. Like I felt like in 06, Ronnie Coleman fans, oh, he should have won. Like he still was great, right? Um, and then obviously I, for two years, I had like, oh, well he should have won. And then Dexter did win, you know, and Phil Heath questionably, you know, he got third. He was really good that year. He but then really in 09, I know Branch was second and, you know, Dexter ended up third, and I was—I don't think there was a really a question. I know those guys both think that hey, I could have won it that year. But no, you won that. Show. I think you won. That you know, one. I came out, and it was like I knew it was like I knew it was over. That was, that was the iconic quad stomp. Yeah, man. and you know, Hani was it. never in the room. Like, oh, you're gonna win this. You know, remember he was training Phil at the time, and yep. Phil was really coming up that year, but he got sick for the show, so unfortunately, yeah. like he couldn't be a contender with me. And then in you know ten, he came, and that was quite. You know, people like oh, Phil could have won in ten. And then obviously he won an 11. So it was kind of like there was no real years where I slam dunk won that thing. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I but, he, but even even Ronnie at his peak, he didn't slam dunk every year. A couple of years, like I mean, 98, 03. Yeah, 03. Like there was, was, there was other years where it was, I mean, he won, but there was a guy right on his heels. You know how mental I was though, Nick? Like I looked at Ronnie in 03 backstage and I'm like, I'm going to win. I saw him and we were, we shared a dressing room and I watched him walk away and I'm like, I got this, yeah. you know? And then we got out on a stage and it was like, you know, I came, you know, I came back and everyone's kind of like got that look, you know, that look where you didn't win and they don't want to see, you know, you're, you know, oh, Ronnie's big, you know, but I, you know, I noticed like his stomach was really big that year backstage. Yes. And he held it really good on stage. But um, I was like, okay. And that's when they were really like, oh, we're going to mark down for the midsection, you know. And, uh, you know, it was it was kind of, that was pretty devastating for me because there was so much hype going into 03. Like, I was going to win it. And, you know, I was kind of on a run then. And it was like, I, I just got pushed back so many times. And, I mean, I was going to say that, silvers, that was 04 you know, right there, right? Yeah. So it was like... <laughs> just so many silvers and to the same guy it just gets frustrating you know like you yeah. you've already transitioned with a couple mr olympias you know mm-hmm. but someone like a brandon like no one's talking about him i don't count him out yet you know he was fourth yeah i don't count him out. so yet. you know you're talking about a samson or an andrew jack like andrew's not even qualified but you know hunter who was seven like now they're starting to hype this thing yeah and it's, you know, for me, it's just like, I, I always hated the hype. So when I say I hated competing, I just hated like, oh, well, you got to worry about so-and-so. And yeah, it's like, yeah, you guys yeah. don't know, like yeah. what we do on a daily basis. Like, it's like people are talking about Carlos Thomas Jr., right? Coming in and beating 
Hunter and like you know being in contention, and yeah. I think they're going to miss a couple guys in between, bro. Yeah, I, I think agree. he may have trouble with some other guys there. He's he's not proven yet, right? Right. Like now you've solidified being yeah. in the top five, so your name has to be in the top five. If they, if yeah. if it isn't, like you say, well, it's it's going to be hard to stay in for some of those people. But you have like a Samson who hasn't even been in the top five yet, right? Except for the Arnold, right? Arnold, yeah. But Olympia's a different it's a, game, man. It's a different man. animal. It's a different animal. 100%. And it's a muscle contest, and that's what people don't understand is, like, that's what builds your confidence because you know you've studied the game, mm-hmm. and you know your strengths. And like you said, we all had weaknesses. Who was the greatest at hiding the weaknesses and showing the strong points was the champion. Ronnie had weak shots too, bro. I know. Like he I couldn't know. do a side tricep. I know. His abs and thigh wasn't crazy. Yeah. Yes, from the back he dominated, but right. there were some poses that, I mean, questionably, like guys could challenge him on. Mm-hmm. But overwhelming size, like you don't even want to stand next to him in a virtual pose down. No. Because, you know, I think you should be like, you would be like, yeah, I want to see what, how I stack against those people. I you have certain shots that you'd be right there. You know who I would really like to sit next to in his prime? Like his best look was is Marcus. Marcus Roll. Yeah. That's a big dude, man. Uh, He's still big. Yeah, Marcus was Marcus. Marcus was big. I don't know how like He wasn't hard green. Well, from the back, it, it just it didn't like the front, we've seen a lot of the great shots. I don't know how to describe it. I think a lot of Nick, you're seeing stuff too. Is like I think the the pictures get a little misconstrued in the videos yeah. because it's pi- the pixels and yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I think the cameras were different than almost. Or the stage lighting was different. Or the backgrounds. I, I mean, or, he was big, but it wasn't like like when he was standing next to Ronnie, he didn't look bigger than Ronnie to me. Really? You know, you know, because Ronnie was freaky, and that freaky, your eyes go back. I to can that. tell you, I went to the '95 Mr. Olympia for the first time. Yeah. Nasser El Sambadi was impressive. Yeah. He finished third. He got disqualified that year for diuretics. Um, I think Dorian won, and I understood why Dorian won. I didn't think much of him from the books. But when I was sitting in that fourth or fifth row in the dead center and Dorian Yates came out, I said, wow, this is why he's Mr. Olympia. He won that show, like, hands down. Like, it was no question, and... Listen, Kevin was awesome. Sean Ray was awesome. Nasser, I felt, challenged him the most, but when he turned around, Nasser didn't have the middle. Like, you know, he just didn't mm-hmm. have the naughtiness in the back. It wasn't the same. But from the front, dude, like, he was Impressive. just... His front door bicep, like, the lats and everything, it was just crazy. Yeah. So, like, you're kind of blown away by that. But, uh, you know, I wish, I wish you could actually see these guys in, you know, being a I, fan of it. I do, too. If you if you were to guess who else is going to be in the top five with you this year, you want me to name them? Just not in any particular order. Just okay. who do you think will be in that first five? Uh, Hadi, get closer, to Mike. No, he's okay. He's all right. Hadi, me, Derek, Samson, Brandon. That's a solid. That's a solid top five. Well, but it's missing Rami from last year, right? Yeah, so Rami's we don't not, even know from, if he's doing it. I'm right? assuming he isn't. Okay, I'm assuming. I don't know though. It's well, that's the same really. as last year, bro. Pretty it's much, except outside for of Samson Rami, Samson in there. You know, it's, there's there's going to be some big names that won't be in that top five or six. They're great bodybuilders, really good. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be really competitive <laughs> Olympia, man. I'm not. 
I'm not betting on I, You just don't know, man. Know. There's too many variables. There's, there's a legit, there's probably two or three other guys that if one of those names in the top five is off a little, they could slide in. I know. I mean, so I know. whether it's a Hunter or an Andrew or I don't know. Who I do you look forward to standing to, uh, standing next to the most? Um, is it Hottie because you haven't all year since last year? Hottie and Derek and even Samson again, for sure. You want another run? Do you want another showdown, huh? 100%. You get it all planned out. You go through those poses and say, I'm going to expose him. I do. <laughs> I do. I do that. That's my shower my shower time. I think about ways to expose people. You know, you know what, though? But when you go out there, you have the, the confidence that some of the other guys don't have the same confidence as you. That matters. You have to, even if you're not, you got to sh- pretend like you are, man. They, they love that shit. You know, even the judges, they love that shit. Pretend, like, be confident. Even, like I said, even if you're not, just act like you are, you know. Po- hit those poses hard, like you, like you fucking mean it, you know. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Yeah, they love they do. it. Do you follow the other divisions closely? Uh, yeah, some I two twelve I do in, in classic. That's really. Can anyone beat Clarita? <sighs> no, I think he's gonna win again. I do. He's really good, man. I I I seen some uh, recent picks that Matt sent me. In. Yeah. It's just more. Said the ones he posts online are crazy. More, more freaky. More freaky. You know, I don't know how he does it. But. We, were, we were at the Legions last year, and Sean was like, I should have done this show again. He goes, I could have just. And he, he like, he like showed it. me, he peeled down, and he's like, I could have took a diuretic and won the show. I love it. I love it. That's great, though. He's another one <laughs> that, like, has that confidence. Oh, of course. You know? I mean, he, he looked great at the Arnold. Yeah. You know, he almost beat Rami. Yeah, Nick, you got to keep uh, open bodybuilding alive. I'm trying, bro. That's Do you think goal. open's going in a good direction or a bad direction? I think right now it's it's trending up. Mm-hmm. I think you know there's a lot more people willing to you know talk a little bit, have fun with it, and mm-hmm. I think the competition is getting better at this right now. Yeah, but it just it just has to keep going that way. You know, yeah. what do you think? What do you think? could happen to make it go in even a better trajectory? Because obviously everyone talks about classic and they talk about the other divisions. Is there something that you see missing that would go, this would get guys going, I don't want to train for the other divisions. I just want to go to the open. That's my goal. Not necessarily. I I just think, like I said, I think, you know, the open division kind of has like that bad rep of like the guts that we talked about. So no one wants to stay in that direction. Um, but I, I think that's changing. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, open is becoming you know, more popular again because everyone is kind of having that aesthetic look, yeah. quote unquote, which is a more appealing to the eye. Yeah. But then you also, you want the freaks that are just, well, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And for me, I'm trying to find the middle ground to where like, people are like, this motherfucker's huge, freaky, and he looks like aesthetic a little bit. And, and if more people try to focus in that direction in the open, open, open will always be king. You know what's crazy when people talk about guts? Who has a gut? See, I don't have a gut. I have wide obliques. Yeah. That's a difference. No, but I'm just saying, you know? like, 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 you know, years ago, there'd be three or four guys where you're like, geez, look at it. Look at his stomach. Who has, a, who has a, like, a gut right now? That's what I was saying. That's yeah. the, like, like, nobody really does. That's why I think it's, it's trending <clears throat> upward at this point. Yeah, I think a lot of times people look at that and it's not attainable for someone. And I think yeah. too many people want results well, now. So like, well, I can do men's physique and I can turn pro right away or I can do classic and do it quicker. 
they don't look at that ultimate. And a lot of times, guys will say, "Oh, I don't want to take that much gear to look that size." Like it's not. It's not like trust that, me, bro. It's not like trust that. me. There's the same shit's trust happening me. in the yeah. other ones. It's it's not more in some other. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's it's not. It's not. But the media is important, Nick. I mean, you're doing a ton of media right now. I mean, you have a lot of great sponsors, HD, yeah. and I mean, obviously, like the you know, it's it's something that you love to do, right? You yeah. love to interact, and I think it's really important. I think that's what's going to give you. I think that's the message that you can be is like, hey, if you become Mr. Olympia, you can do a lot more with it because of your media and, you know, how fast you're, you're propelling to the top, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, just keep up with that. And, I mean, showcasing you're not afraid to take your shirt off and show them what's up. I mean, any time of the year, you stay in great shape all year. There's never a point where you're like, wow, I can't take my shirt off. I'm too fat, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's important. Yeah, a lot of guys do don't do that now. They stay covered up, and they don't realize like you're. Well, I think I think I think in a sense you're a professional. So I think you have to be a professional and always. You're we're in a, the the industry now. We're like you, you have to be able to take your shirt off. You know, you don't need to be stage lean. It's not. It's impossible. Yeah. Well, you need to have a certain look to where you take your shirt off. People are like, oh, you look fucking good, my friend. You know, and especially like what in Canada, like I did a surprise guest. I didn't even know. Like, they just said, we, you, you need to go on stage. But I was like, cool, you know, so, I look good. But I just, now being a professional in this, you know, day and age, it needs, you just need to, to look the part, Yeah, you know? I say this to guys all the time when they go to expos, we talk about this, and they'll be covered up. It's like, look, these fans, they want to size themselves up against you. They want to out-angle to show we're how big f- they are. We're a fucking tank, bro. Yeah, we're a tank or we're something to show. Tight t-shirt. Yeah, you're a pro bodybuilder, so show it off. So you think? So you think next year you'll be at one of the large, like a FIBO or? Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, for sure, I'd like to. I, yeah. I want to go to one. I'm sure these places would love to have you there since you've never been. Yeah, yeah. I really would like to. Yeah, I think it'd be a good time. It helps. It'll help your brand too. For sure. Because fans, remember, not every fan can go. You, you know, if you go to the Arnold and the Olympia, it's a lot of money to go to those. It I just know. depends on your competitive. Um, schedule yeah. you know well yeah of course well consider you're, you're travel, doing three yeah. shows next year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i heard you like uh hot sauce i do love hot sauce well tell us about your hot sauce oh my what i'm doing yeah okay maria bring it over so <laughs> maria is starting her own sauce business and we have i didn't know about this this is like a surprise guest to our uh yeah, yeah. so we did you know about this or of course. Why do you think of, <laughs> well, bring it over here. You come in the frame. <laughs> no, I don't. So we have some. It's called new sauce. Okay. We have a, a honey mustard here. A spicy barbecue. Are you using this right so now? Or? I do use this. Wow, so you got like a whole line. I was waiting for like know? one little. Wow. Nah, man. She comes prepared. <laughs> and then a sriracha ketchup. So basically the, the flavors are all done. Um, it's just still waiting for like the website and a little more correction on the labeling and things of that nature. But all of this is pretty much done. Um, she'll be set to release these in October. Um, but if you guys want to try, you're more than willing to. They're, the flavors are all done. Yeah, we'll put, a, we'll put a link on the bottom of this for, you, for this. Yeah, this is a very, um, this is her. Can they get on the mailing list for it? Can we get a, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is her, you know, something she was. Get that email list ready. Yeah. <laughs> she is, this is like her, this is a healthy sauce, so it's prep friendly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can even look at the ingredients. It's all, it's all good stuff. That's good, though, because then all, I do, 
ever since I was a kid, I love sauce on everything. These are good. And if you can actually eat something that's I think, not completely disgusting for you. I think my favorite is probably the fajita mm -hmm. and the uh, spicy barbecue. Her favorite would be the uh, peanut one. So, uh, what, what got you guys into, like, how did this come about? You, you want to tell the story a little bit? Come on. You, you can gotta, walk over here. You got to get used to talking. You own a business. Just go right next to him and turn the microphone at you. Okay. I'll just stand here. Speak a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, so point. basically this kind of whole started because people call me spicy because of my attitude, I guess, the way I post when I compete. So I wanted to do something with the spicy. And this came along because, you know, sauces out there can cause inflammation, digestion issues. And that was the first thing that I wanted to address. So this is all gluten-free. Um, be soy free obviously uh vegan uh he loves vegan stuff <laughs> I, he looks like a <laughs> traitor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how dare you it's i'm so disappointed <laughs> and uh naturally sweetened so those were the things that i wanted to achieve with that and then the look of it just like premium and i'm like spending a lot of time on packaging and all that stuff so yeah as long as like you know that nick is very like about what he puts in his body so him consuming it is obviously like just a proof that it's a good sauce and um yeah you guys be the judge of it because everyone has different taste buds so that's my biggest thing i put so much pressure on me because i like things to be perfect and this is like something that you have to care about what people say you know you're like i don't care what people say that's kind of what he goes about and i kind of have to be yeah. like i have to care what people say you know you have a supplement brand so it's kind of yeah. like the same thing so, yeah, that's the gist of everything. And um, we're doing this with my mom. My mom is like a food chemist. So she's the one behind all the formulas. That's awesome. So this is like a family business thing with her. So, yeah. Well, dude, I wish you guys the best best of uh, best you. of luck with it. It's great to see some someone come out with a product that isn't like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Everyone's right. got a protein. Everyone's got a bar. Everyone, But not many people are coming out with sauces because there's a void yeah. in that I space. Agree. And I, I, I personally truly believe in this, and I'm, I'm happy for her that she's doing this. Um, so, and I, I guess, like she said, I'm very, very, very picky about what I put in my body um, year-round, you know, and trying these sauces, you know, they taste, like I said, they taste very well, and they digest very well for me. Like, I don't experience any bloat or anything with them, so um, these are definitely, you know, a whenever you want to use type of sauce. You put sauce on a lot of stuff, don't you? Um, you know, it's not so much. I'm a pretty plain eater. I got plain chicken and rice over here, you know. Yeah. But uh, sometimes I do. So how else can people? What up? How else can people get a hold of you? Like, like if people want to reach out to Nick, what what's the best? Oh, they can DM me. They can email me. Um, I have my own clothing line, uh, Mutant Apparel. That you know, we'll, I'll put the link in. I'll give you yeah. the website that they can they can look up for, or you know, if they want to reach Maria for the sauce, they have any questions. They can, you know, message her on Instagram or email her. So, so you know what's going to happen now, Maria? You're going to have to start having booths places. You're going to have to get this guy traveling, get the line <laughs> built up. If you buy all five, you get to meet Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you are now bait, sir. I know. I know. It's okay. I'm, ex I'm actually really excited. So this is going to be good. Yeah, I, I like seeing this because I, I have, if you went in my kitchen cabinet, I have about 50 different hot sauces. Just really? I've always loved hot. Yeah, yeah. I put on everything. You might like the sp spicy barbecue. This is really good. 
I like that one a lot. That's awesome, man. Well, listen, we appreciate you coming on, man, and taking time out. We've been trying to track you oh, down for two years. I, I, <laughs> Even your mom's like, get him on the podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. He just, well, he, he's got to come. <laughs> do it. Um, this is the 50,000 subscribers' first guest, the mutant. Yeah. I don't want to call you the mutant, dude, because I, you know, I, I think eventually you're going to get away from being the mutant. Probably in time. You will. In time. Yeah. yeah. Once you get that Olympia title, then it's going to change. Call me Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. O. Mr. O, yeah. At that I, w- point. I wore a Mr. O hat prior to me winning the Mr. Olympia. So, backstory on that. So, we, I, you don't know this, but prior to we winning the New York Pro, I had a hat made, a visor, just like you had, that yeah. said Mr. O on really? it. And I wore it every day I, I to the gym. I got it as a gift, yeah. I got it as a gift from someone. And Matt would just look at me. He'd be like, don't wear that in any videos, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just not not, not yet. Just calm, relax. Yeah, you just never know the tsunami. Of I wore mine prior to winning. I know you did. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't have Instagram then. Yeah, there's a whole different world. Yeah, now. but I was yeah, but I was wearing it in my um my DVDs, which were the crazy, crazy social media. You did. But like but the difference shit. was back then, if someone saw it in a DVD, they'd have to write you a letter and mail it. They couldn't go online and hate on yeah. you immediately. <laughs> you arrogant motherfucker! You know How I mean? dare you be disrespectful yeah. like that, you punk kid? You haven't even won yet. Oh man, it's uh, we're excited to to cheer you yeah. on. You'll we'll be doing a lot of reviews leading up to the show. We'll have Milos. I think we've kind of changed his tune a little bit on uh, what he thinks, but we'll see. Milo, in all honesty, he, he loves you. Yeah, he. he does. I know he does. We talk yeah. all the time. But, yes. but he's got a guy that's that he thinks is going to challenge. Of course. You, so. And you know what? Listen, the, he challenged guy. me at the Arnold. I expect him to challenge me at the yeah. Olympia. I expect a lot of people to challenge yeah, me, yep. and I I want them to think the same way. Yep. But again, I I will be the last one standing. That's it. There's nothing yeah. else to say. Podcast over. We, we appreciate you, dude, and uh, we'll be cheering you on, and uh, hopefully we'll get you back on at some point. Yeah, and, no, uh, thank you for having me. This is this the, has been awesome. All the best. So, so after you win, we're going to have a, a Sandow here. Just I almost brought the Sandow, but I didn't. You should have. No, I almost brought it to put it next to you to kind of like to put the aura of like you the should Sandow, have. you know, but it, <laughs> the Sandow is different now, so I was kind of like, well, your Sandow is going to be a lot different from mine because it's a lot okay. bigger, you know. That's all right. Yeah, yeah yours, yours will be like this. His yeah. is. Yeah. That's all right. We got the same Arnold trophy, you know. We do. You get a most muscular too? or Yeah. Okay. I got that two years in a row. Okay, yeah, I got three oh, of that's them. that's right. So. Yeah, you got it. I got it the, fir- the R1 and then. See, the you know, he, had a, he had to win four Arnolds because I won three, you know. I did. That's why. That's why I, I hope he beats four. you. Oh, I mean, who's beating me? Dexter and Flex Wheeler. Not three in a row, though. Oh, Branch did I'll be happy if I win five Olympias, you know. You know what it's I said? wanted five. I wanted. He five. wanted. He wants four Arnolds and five Olympians. Oh, no, he said six, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing if you remember. He said six because <laughs> yeah. as soon as you said six, he I said thought ten. He said ten. I thought he was like, gonna be like he's he, gonna say one. He's more like, damn, I, I don't want to be so cocky, you know. So I'll but say you, six. But, yeah. You know, I know why he said six though, because you had a mantle for five, and you never filled it. So he has to fill one more than yeah. what you thought. Yep. I got Angie's trophies on one of the uh, mantles. <laughs> So after you win your first Olympia, I expect you to reach out to Jay and say, hey, that fifth mantle, can, yeah, I, yeah. can I borrow it? I might, I might need that, brother. <laughs> Just wipe the dust off it for me. Well, we appreciate you, dude. No, and, thank uh, best, you. Best Again, of wishes, okay? This has been awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks.